1: hey folks it's Lyle before we get into the episode I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com premium members or geck legends as I call them. We'll be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue, hopefully, doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a geck legend today. All right, let's get into the episode.
2: Call from, uh, Sarah? Hello? Oh, hello?
1: Hi, who is this?
2: Uh, my name is Sarah.
1: What's up, Sarah?
2: Um, okay, oh my gosh. <sighs> Uh, so I've been doing something pretty naughty at work that I shouldn't be doing, and I don't know how to keep on going, because it's making me some money, but it's really illegal.
1: Do you, do you want to talk about it on a podcast in front of a hundred people?
2: I'm not using my real name, and I don't think I know anyone at work that watches the show, All so right. I think I'm okay.
1: Uh, okay, sure. What's, what, what's going on?
2: Well, I work at a hospital setting, technically, like in the pharmacy area, Uh, and you know, we throw away a lot of pills, so I sometimes. Okay, I know exactly
1: you. You you (laughs) take the pills and then you sell them to people. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, how long have you been doing this?
2: Um, about a year.
1: Okay. Uh, what, I mean, what kinds of people are you selling them to?
2: Mm, people who I don't see at all. I how, how, like, like, how
1: do you, how do you find these people that you sell them to?
2: Mm, it's my boyfriend's coworkers, but they don't know it's me.
1: Okay, and what easy. you're getting them out of the you're what you're getting them out of the garbage?
2: No, I mean they're like it's just so easy, you know what I mean? Like okay. it's not that hard to take them. <laughs> so if that makes sense.
1: Sure. I mean, I mean, well, where where are you taking them them from? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Like. Like, well, like you're not just taking pills off people's desks or whatever. Oh, no,
2: no, 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 no. Uh, People, so we have at the station where they order it and then it gets to me and then I fill the prescription and there's there's like shelves of all these meds and all of them get thrown away because they change the NDC or, you know, just a lot of little pharmacy technical stuff. And it it, it just goes into waste. So I just kind of sometimes, you know, I just kind of like, oh, it fell in my pocket. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. Um, All right, so you work, what, at a pharmacy or a hospital, you
2: said? Yeah.
1: Okay, what do you do there?
2: Uh, I fill people's prescriptions.
1: Okay. Um, And what, did you go to college for, like, medical something or other? Yeah. Okay. And what's your ultimate goal in life?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. I don't really have one. Okay. I guess make a lot of money one day. Or more money. Right.
1: I mean what do you what do you care about?
2: Um my cat.
1: Okay. Um can I ask how old you are?
2: Yeah, I am turning twenty three.
1: Okay. Um have you told anyone else that you're doing this? Mm, no. Like, like you, like literally me and the people listening are the first people to know. Yeah, your boyfriend doesn't know. Nobody else knows. My,
2: my boyfriend knows because he's the one like supplying it.
1: Okay, and what? This is like Adderall and like Xanax and shit.
2: Uh, no, they're like like PP helpers, you know.
1: Wait, you're, you're stealing and you're, you're, you're selling black market Viagra? <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. But, but like, it's still like, it's the genuine stuff, you know what I mean? It's not like, sketchy. I'm not selling fentanyl, you know what I mean?
1: Wait, so you're, bo- so, so a bunch of, uh, guys with small dicks come to your boyfriend and you're their Viagra plug? Basically. Okay, that makes this a lot funnier. <laughs> still illegal, but funnier. Um, well,
2: I feel like I should stop soon just because, you know, anytime I do it, I get, like, super nervous, and I'm like, oh, maybe they caught me this time, and it's kind of like a little game in my head, you know, and I'm uh-huh. like, I should probably stop.
1: Okay, well. But it um, pay me some extra money. Well, even though it's funnier, uh, it's still like, here's the thing. Uh, do you, have you looked into what the consequences are for doing oh, something I, like this? I know what
2: they are, and they're very, tell, very tell,
1: tell, tell me what they are.
2: Uh, I could get in big trouble.
3: <laughs>
2: tell me what, what kind of trouble. At. Well, I could lose my job, and I won't be able to work at like a pharmacy anymore.
1: Okay, would you go to jail? I don't think so. Really? You I feel like this I feel like this this sounds like something you can go to jail for.
2: Uh no, I think they'll just revoke your your certification or anything you had and you won't be able to work in that setting anymore.
1: I mean, I'm no lawyer, but this sounds 100% like something you can go to jail for. I
2: I I've seen a few cases and I don't think go to jail
1: but maybe I guess if that's the worst of the worst alright um let's you know I want to do let's do something I'm gonna I'm gonna you and me right now what's your name again Uh Sarah
2: Sarah yeah
1: Sarah okay Sarah um I want you to like I want you to imagine Uh that you have were caught doing this who is these the fuck is in the background right now yelling at the TV? Oh,
2: sorry. It's he's my boyfriend watching yeah, his friend's play league
1: Can I talk to him real quick actually?
2: And then uh, he'll come back to you. Okay. How's so I,
1: I mean, I don't have to if he doesn't want to talk you want
2: about to it. talk to you? Who wants to talk to
1: me? Is that there, he can
4: go. Do You want
2: to talk? To me? Yeah. Why
1: do you want to talk to you? you go. Hello? <laughs> see you think some of the fucking police. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mister. See, you're lucky. I'm not going to rat you out. Oh, that's
4: good. What? I don't even know what we're talking about.
1: We're talking. You have an underground Viagra operation.
4: Oh it? You told them about the Viagra. <laughs> not about the Viagra. Who is this? Is this guy trustworthy? We <laughs> miss
2: Sarah,
4: by the way. Oh, okay, got it. Cool.
1: Okay, so what? you're... What do you go? You know how. Um, you know how Walter White he has his Heisenberg. Do you have yeah. something like that? Like, uh, like you're the the dick, the dick supplier.
4: You're the boner man. Um, I don't know. The boner what, guy,
1: man. Uh, I like that. What do you do, do? You have a secret drug dealer name?
4: It's weird because like I only deal with like older men, and they kind of think that stuff's kind of like gay. You know, <laughs> they don't really give me little nicknames.
1: What they think calling you the boner man is gay.
4: <laughs> yeah, I've tried making jokes like that to them, and they just fucking think I'm weird. So, I just, you know, I just I just go with it. Okay. I'm like, all right. We'll so you, <laughs> what, so
1: uh, what do you what do what do you do for a living?
4: <laughs> Me, um, I work on cars.
1: Okay. How long yeah, you been I'm doing like a, the How I'm long like you guys been doing the boner there. thing for? Uh,
4: hasn't been that long, like a year. Yeah. Like a year, yeah.
1: Are you just it's as worried as, as Are you just as worried as Sarah is about getting caught?
4: Um, no, <laughs> I'm I'm cool. Yeah. I I tell her though, you know, I never I never pressured her. Out. It just happened one day when my coworkers were asking me like, "Your girlfriend works at a pharmacy, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like can you get me Viagra? <laughs> like my old code. Wait, here's my thing, by <laughs> the way.
1: Here's my thing with all this. How fucking hard is it to get Viagra? There's like commercials for I it on know. TV. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult for old men to get Viagra that they need to, um, you know, talk to a bunch of 20-year-olds about it?
4: I don't know. I- I've asked them the same thing. I'm assuming they'd have a limit and they just go over it. That's my oh, guess. Okay. So they're like trying...
1: Okay, so so they're trying to get like a super boner, which is like a medically not yeah.
4: okay. Yeah. Because they, how would you like, they sometimes have to pop like three Viagras just to get anything going, you know?
1: If one of these guys' dicks falls off, are you going to feel responsible?
4: <laughs> I tell them every time, like, I'm super cautious. I'm like, look, dude, like, I don't know what your conditions are, but like, start off with like a half a pill, you know, <laughs> just to see how you feel. Well,
1: how are you going to feel when, you know, your Viagra dealing leads to a man growing a penis the size of a tree that falls down on his neighbor's house and kills his whole family? That's on your hands if that happens. <laughs>
4: That's just something got to deal with, baby.
1: <laughs> um, listen, let me talk to your girlfriend again.
4: Yes, sir. Nice talking to you, mister.
2: Hello?
1: All right, I want you to imagine that you've been caught for this. Yeah. All right, I want you to imagine you've been caught for this, and I want you to imagine that you are sentenced to uh, five years in federal prison.
4: Five for...
1: years? Listen, I want you to imagine that you were sentenced to five years in federal prison. I know you had no idea. Right? Like, yeah. I, want to tr- I want you to actually, genuinely, for a second, pretend in your mind... Mm-hmm. that you have just been sentenced to five years in federal prison can you do that for me
2: you know the moments when like I do the thing and I get home and I think about it and you know knowing there's cameras just around, just just I, I just, have, just out just right address. now just right
1: just right now imagine that you've uh-huh. been sentenced to five years in federal prison okay
2: okay okay
1: all right what do you wish you could do
2: uh i what
1: would I wish? Yeah. I
2: guess I. What well, if, well, wish well, if I didn't you guys?
1: Se- you would wish you didn't do it.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. And now back to the f- now 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 God has blessed you with this second chance to not mm-hmm. go to federal prison. When right. you- <laughs> okay, that's. I will leave it at that. Okay. I
2: guess. Wait. So, like, if I have any left over now, can I still sell that? Just not steal anymore? Or do I got to throw those away?
1: <sighs> um, I don't know. Uh, give them to a. Uh, throw them in the forest, and then next time when you're walking around, you'll see a bunch of foxes with huge cocks, and you can take <laughs> pictures of them and put them on the internet.
2: Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, so throw them out then.
1: Uh, what is your name again, Sarah? Sarah, is there anything yeah. you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
2: Um, have a good cereal meal with me. Have a good night. Bye.
4: Call from...
3: Will. Hi there. Hello. How are you? Hey, how's it going? This is Lyle.
1: This is Lyle. How are you? <laughs> Dude, I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm good. Um you sound you sound uh like that you're in a complex place.
3: Yeah. Um Yeah. To be honest, the last year of my life has been pretty crazy, man. Okay. Alright. Um, um
1: do you do I talk about it on a podcast? Maybe part of it. All right. Um well I got I got nothing else to do but uh hang out on the phone with you for however long I feel like doing that. So what's That's up? Sick, um so,
3: Yeah. Um Basically, six months ago, I was traveling in, in Europe and fell off an Uber scooter and shattered my teeth, almost died, and spent the night in a hospital, and it was just absolutely life-changing. <clears throat> um... And I had to like completely change, or I guess take a break from my job and start Ubering, and just everything kind of flipped its life upside down. So an Uber ride
1: led to more Uber rides.
3: Wow, that's a fucked up way to put it. I'm in a loop.
1: Thought about it like that.
3: I'm in an Uber loop.
1: You're in an Uber loop. I gotta get out. Um. Okay, <laughs> so you were in Europe and your face broke uh, yeah. because you, what, were you going too fast on the scooter and you hit
3: something? Oh, yeah, I was going way too fast and I was way too drunk on the scooter. Don't, don't, yeah. don't. Use those scooters, people. Don't don't use them.
1: They scare me, dude. Especially like um I'll like get stoned with uh my friends or whatever or walk into a place and it's like, hey, we should take the scooter. I'm like, I, no, hell no. I don't wanna do oh, that yeah. in the with cars and I like walking. It's yeah. the cool thing about the cool thing about walking, you can get you can do any drug and walk around and you're fine like you can like you can't you can get drunk you can do PCP you can get high you and just walk and you're fine you're not breaking any law i mean you i mean that you are but for some stuff but yeah, with a car or a scooter or a bike it's it's a whole thing to get fucked up and do that stuff
3: you know oh yeah you i mean you
1: can die literally yeah you can literally. you can you can super die
3: I hear that uh, running around doing meth is fun. There's probably
1: a, probably a, um, I like in the bell curve of what I am. I don't know anything about meth in the bell curve of what I imagine getting high on meth is like it probably like the peak of it running around high on meth that moment not in when consideration of the with the um aftermath both physical and whatever you did while you were high on the meth the just being in that moment pro- yeah probably awesome probably super sick
3: yeah i think that might be you know why so many meth heads run from cops because it's just like a fun game
1: why do so many people in meth run away from... Co- well, they probably run away from cops because they are under the impression that if the cops find them, they will send them to jail for uh, something, and they don't want to do that, so they run away.
4: Yeah.
3: Or they just really don't want to lose the game.
1: Um, all right, so you broke your face on an Uber scooter. What? Where in Europe was this?
3: Uh, I was in Budapest. Okay. Um, what were you doing there? Um, so I'm a musician. I I, uh, I was on a tour. So uh, I was literally in in the city for like 12 hours, and this happened.
1: Ah, see, see, you're 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 you were a touring musician doing a gig in Budapest, and you thought that uh, you couldn't die.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I've, I've, this been has there. been this has been my past six months now. Has been realizing I can die. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know why I
1: think that I can't. I don't know why I think I'm like the main character or something. I don't know why I'm in a car and I'm like, why have it's been? I've been alive for 25 years so far. That's a that's a phenomenal track record of not dying. I'm just never gonna die.
3: No, yeah, you mean you could have died the first year. I totally could have died the first of year.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I have no re- I have no idea why I think I can't die. Um, okay, so you've been you've been understanding that you and what are you doing with that new understanding? How is that affecting you? Um.
3: So basically, I kind of took a step back from the whole music thing um, and decided to just kind of stack cash on Uber as much as you can stack stack some cash on Uber. And I eventually booked a more long term job that I don't really want to disclose. Um, Also doing music, but it's just a little bit more professional and consistent. has insurance, you know.
4: Are it's you all, all making
3: the well, jingles.
1: Sorry, Are you doing jingles for a vacuum company?
3: No. <laughs> Although that sounds sustainable. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so
1: you have a new job that does involve music and they'll give you uh dental benefits to fix your fucked up teeth.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: That's pretty that's pretty cool. That's pretty good.
3: Yeah, it feels more adult. Uh, yeah. what, so I can't, you can't be like, feel like doing drugs and drinking on, on tour and stuff. It's, it's not that kind of... The debauchery not... is gonna be on a lower level.
1: Did you not feel like an adult when you were engaging in such debauchery and being on tour and doing all these things?
3: I guess I felt like a uh, man-child, yeah. Hmm.
1: Um... Was any part of you breaking your face and having to change your life, did anything good come out of it?
3: Yeah, I definitely realized the important people in my life. um, Because a few days after I got back from the States, I actually had some friends, like a falling out with some friends who, uh, you know... It, it ended up being better that they weren't in my life in the, in the long run.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is the thing. Bad bad times tend to kind of show you who's the most important folks in your life.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just have like a general appreciation for being alive. You know, you always yeah. talk about that on the podcast, but yeah. it's really important to, to wake up and be like, shit, I can breathe and take a shower and drink some coffee right now. No, it's the best. I've thought it's
1: the best. Uh, yeah. I felt like um, I do all these things to, like, try to make life better or whatever. Or like, you, that's why you uh, try to achieve shit. But, um, I mean, I don't like. Yeah, the fact that you can just drink water is kind of sick. Yeah,
3: it's like I mean,
1: it's like the best thing.
3: Most people, especially living in America, most people's basic needs are like pretty easily met. You know, this country kind of needs money, so like Um, for the most part, people are can can be comfortable, and I think it's like very beneficial to really kind of soak in as much gratitude as you can with whatever shitty job you got and your broken apartment shit and all that just gotta like yeah. kinda push through it I'm trying this new
1: thing if I'm hanging out with someone and I don't like them I'm still I'm like I still I'm still thinking in my head I'm like it's an honor to like be this is well it's very spiritually whatever bullshit thing but I'm like if I don't if I'm with somebody and I don't like them I'm like man it's kind of just an honor to be with anyone
3: yeah. No. Yeah. Because sometimes you're alone and it sucks. Yeah. Um, those moments in life where where you just feel like, "Jeez, I wish there was just somebody to fucking bullshit with."
1: Uh, do you make what kind of music? Do you make? Do you make metal music? Uh,
3: I do make metal music. the 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 band I was playing with was a little bit more uh, like a uh, traditional kind of goth. Um. But uh, I honestly make whatever music uh, makes me the most money at, at the period of life I'm in. Because uh, does... I've been doing it for like 15 years. Now, with this
1: goth music, does being on stage and having like fucked up teeth and scars
3: and stuff, doesn't that make you look cooler? It was definitely an intense feeling. Um, but thankfully, none of my front teeth shattered. It was all like the back one. So, I, I can <sighs> smile. For the most part, like, I only had to have, you know, one replaced at this point in the front. Wow, uh, what's going on with the other folks in the band? In the band right now? Yeah. Uh, well, they're, um, you know, obviously got to find a different drummer while I'm, I'm uh, doing this other job because it's going to keep me occupied um, traveling and stuff, so... In about six months, we're going to kind of touch base and see where everyone's at. And it's a kind of situation where uh, they kind of replace members all the time. So that was a little bit of a feeling.
1: Uh, are you, does that make you sad?
3: Uh, no, it's just kind of the business. You know, they're a lot older than me, too, like by like 25 years. You know, so there's an element of like mentorship a little bit. And it's good to keep your distance with some of that. How old are you? 30. Damn,
1: so they're like, they're like 55. Oh yeah, they've been doing it since the, since the late 70s. Mm. Um, are you, like before this tour, had you had a long uh, history of gigs that involved like music or was it always like half something not music half music
3: um no I, once I graduated I went to music college once I graduated from music college I spent like a year uh still living in Boston and working in a kitchen and then I just decided to move back to Tampa where I'm from and kind of start teaching and playing gigs and uh i was able to solely make music um for a living for you know eight or nine years up until six months ago which you know i'm just considering it a little break i'm not quitting by any means um are you uh, are you bummed
1: that you feel like you're gonna get kicked out of this band
3: no, I'm not really getting kicked out because I kind of made the decision. Um, uh, it, the, the atmosphere was a little chaotic. Um, and at this point in my life, I just need something that pays consistently and um, is a little calmer so I can reassess and, and see what... I'm trying to move, you know, to to another city, maybe another country. So, I'm just kind of in a a little bit of a, a
1: I don't know what word to say. Tret transitionary period.
3: Yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's perfect.
1: What What kind of are you go? You gonna go back to Budapest and become a uh, construction worker and go to the asphalt where you fell and take a jackhammer and, like, destroy it so that you can kind of avenge your
3: teeth? (laughs) You know what's funny? The day after the accident, um, I went back with the tour manager who was with me, and we went to the spot just so I could kind of see it and take in, like, what happened, and I picked my teeth up off the ground.
1: (laughs) Holy shit. Wait, you picked your teeth up off the ground the day after?
3: The next day, yeah. (laughs) There's like a little little blood drops in my teeth, like right right on the sidewalk.
1: I'm so surprised that nobody because if I saw teeth on the look, if I saw teeth on the ground, I'd leave them there. But there's like probably some weird guy walking around Budapest like looking for teeth. I'm surprised that they were still there. (laughs) What are you saying? It's that type of country? Well, I don't know anything about it, but because I don't know anything about it, that could be a, a thing happening there.
3: Yeah, yeah, I don't know either All I know is that they're hungry. <laughs>
1: Get the fuck out of here, man! What are you doing? Um,
4: um,
3: yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess that's about it, man. Like, I had to play another like twenty shows after that, without any real like medical treatment. So it was pretty much the most intense period of my life that I hope you I ever played
1: have. 20 shows after that.
3: Yeah, I couldn't even like like I was drinking soup and I couldn't talk for like four days.
1: Fuck, man, because look, when you told me this, I thought to myself, okay, if halfway, because I'm going on a big, crazy tour, and I was like, okay, if, like, halfway through my tour, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore, I'll just, you know, get myself into a car accident, and
3: then I won't have to do anything. Um, yeah, I don't worry. But,
1: but now I'm like, okay. oh, fuck, I could do, I'm still going to have to do the shows, even if I do that.
3: Yeah, and you're going to have to do them without talking. All right, I can, um... I mean,
1: whatever. I just usually I, – I don't talk that much on my show anyway. I just kind of stare yeah. and other people talk, <laughs> so I can do
3: that. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. But, you know, entertainer to entertainer, be careful when you're when you're in foreign places, bro. I'm going to go ahead
1: – look, and you know this. I'm not going to – there's – You can't blame Budapest for this. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I definitely don't. Nothing to do with the fact that you were in a foreign country at all.
3: Hey, I paid, uh, I had like an initial dentist visit and I paid $25 for them to take, you know, some shreds of teeth out. And a $25 dentist visit does not exist in America.
1: Okay, so the, the, the you being in a foreign country was helpful in this situation. Because if you busted yeah. your teeth in Texas, you'd be fucked.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't have to pay a huge... The hospital bill was, was 50 bucks, you know.
1: Um, You know, when we first started this conversation, you seemed, um like, super bummed. And I'm sure you are, but you seem more chill about it now.
3: Yeah, to be honest, I was just, like, a little nervous. I had, like... I just drank a beer, and uh, I only tried like two times before you picked up, so I was just a little bit surprised trying well, to you yeah, sound.
1: Come to you got You got that one beer confidence in you. <laughs> yeah, it's time for two. What's your name again? Will. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go, Will?
3: No, just uh, peace and love and stay gecked up, man later baby oh yeah
1: you know what maybe I'll have a beer later too or I'll have two beers later I'm not I'm not that much of an alcohol guy I'm a big weed guy well that was just, I don't know why I said any of those things just now it felt pointless All right. All right. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Call from... Thomas. Hello? Hello. Uh, how are it's- you? How am I? Well, th- well, thanks for asking. I appreciate that. That was nice of you to ask me. That was a very polite thing to- that you did just now. Um
5: are welcome,
1: um, I'm okay. I'm all right. Where are you? Where? What are you doing? What are you doing right now?
5: I'm just in my uh, college dorm, just vibing, uh, drawing.
1: What are you draw? What, what are you drawing?
5: Uh, I'm drawing for my uh, thesis project. I'm a, I'm an art major. Um, what
1: are you drawing?
5: I'm drawing backgrounds for an animated short I'm trying to make.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, what background are we drawing
5: right now? Uh, Old Western Town.
1: An old Western Town, like with a saloon and a general store and all that? Oh, yeah. Um, are there any horses or cowboys or cowgirls or...
5: Oh, there's cowboys. I'm not doing horses.
1: Okay, what, uh... What do you look like?
5: Um guinea Caucasian male.
1: I don't know. Okay. Um What how big are your hands? I'm trying to imagine I'm just trying to imagine you sitting where you're sitting doing what you're doing.
5: I mean I got pretty normal size hands. Um uh-huh. I got weird fingers. They can bend weirdly.
1: How, like how weirdly? They like can can they bend backwards?
5: Um, they yeah, pretty far back.
1: Uh, are you drawing on paper or are you drawing on a digital slate thing? Digital. If somebody came into your dorm right now and took your tablet and your computer and slammed them on the ground and went, "That's what you get." and then stormed out, how would you react to that situation?
5: I'd be pissed. Why? Oh, wait, sorry. What was the question again?
1: You Well, you said you'd be pissed, so you heard me, right?
5: I heard something. I heard that they took the tablet, you said?
1: Yes, they said t- they take the tablet and they, they take your tablet and they take your laptop. And they throw it on the ground, and they go, "That's what you get." And they storm out. How would you feel?
5: Uh, I'd be feel, feel hurt. I know. I don't know why they're doing this.
1: Yeah. Um. What if somebody Do I know just this came individual? in? Uh, no, no, you don't know them at all.
5: Yeah, I think I'd be a little more scared of anything because there's just this random person who somehow got into my dorm and then got into, uh, my room.
1: Okay. What if, or whoever you're imagining is the person that did the first thing. Okay. What if, uh, somebody w- went into your dorm, patted you on the head and said, Hey man, you're doing a great job. And then left how would, how would you feel then?
5: I also would be scared, but at the same time, yeah. I feel kind of, um, kind of happy that they did that.
1: Those are both scary situations, for sure. For sure.
5: Yeah. Either way, Um, I'm gonna be scared and call the cops.
1: You would. So, if somebody came into your room, patted you on the head, and said, "You're doing a great job," you would. You and then left. You'd call the cops on them.
5: Um. Yeah. Because in the moment, I'm gonna be terrified. He somehow got into my room, and he's he's touching me. Um. But. uh, then afterwards, after like the whole situation settles, the cops come and assume uh, take him. I'd be kind of like, you know what?
1: That's pretty cool, huh? So you'd feel so when the cops came and they handcuffed him and took him away. You'd be like, ah, I should have just let it go.
5: No, no, I'd still be happy they took him away, but at the same time, I'd be happy. I, I'm trying to make good out of this this weird situation, so it just kind of feels. It it kind of feels good that this person chose me out of everyone in the world to pat me on the head and say, I'm doing a good job. But at the same time, I don't want him in my room.
1: Would you visit him in prison? Uh, No. What if he wrote you a letter and and said that um, he loves you and he misses you and he wants to see you?
5: Uh, I think the same thing. Uh, Again, I would be... um, Scared, but like when some time passed by, I'd be like, "Wow, I have everyone. He he loves me."
1: So this is a Western cartoon. What is it about?
5: <laughs> yeah, so it's just um, it's like a, it's like a classic like a cowboy showdown. Um. It's my first time really trying to get uh, down and animate. My school doesn't teach animation. I um, I go to the liberal arts and uh, I'm an illustration major. And I thought this would be. a... I always wanted to go into animation. It's kind of my goal. So I mean, it's the perfect time to try test that w- and see what I can do. So um, yeah, it's just gonna be like like at what starts is uh, open a quiet western town, and then there's an explosion, and then the guy. Uh, emerges from the smoke of the explosion and he just robbed the bank and then uh, there's a guy in the distance and he notices him and then starts to stare down and then it's just like this tense build-up but like who's gonna shoot first and then finally someone shoots and they fall
1: See, so you shouldn't have told me all this cuz I'm gonna steal that idea oh okay do you know uh you ever seen cars?
5: Um yeah.
1: You ever thought about doing that?
5: M- making cars.
1: What are your what are your favorite animations?
5: Um let me think uh Kind of just what everyone else likes, the Pixar movies. Um, I I love anything that um, Genji Tarkovsky makes. He's the guy who made uh, Samurai Jack. Yeah, he just yeah, makes cool yeah, stuff. yeah. You ever seen Primal? Oh, yeah, I love Primal.
1: Yeah, Primal's great. Primal's great. If Genji Tarkovsky came into your room right now, took your tablet, took your computer smashed them on the ground and said that's what you get and then walked out what would you do?
5: Um, so yeah that situation would definitely be different because I know his face and honestly I'd be hurt I mean I look up to the guy and he somehow found the powers to magically teleport into my uh, dorm and just just to throw my stuff on the ground and that's what i get i i I don't even know why i'm getting it i i honestly just be hurt
1: Gendy tarkovsky comes into your dorm room pats you on the head says you're doing a great job and leaves what do you do
5: oh i would have i'd be so happy i would have the motivation to conquer the world
1: well guess what the guy in the first scenario the first time i brought this up the the one that you called the cops on the one that wrote you a letter and said he loves you and misses you and wants you to see him? That guy was Gendy Tarkovsky the whole time. Oh, gosh, but you goodness. didn't go to see him. And you called the cops on him. How does that feel?
5: Well, now I feel terrible. I should go visit him.
1: You should feel terrible.
5: No, oh, damn.
1: You know what? You know what? I, I'd, I'd, I'd just as much... I'd have the audacity right now to run into your to run into your dorm room, grab your tablet, your laptop, smash them on the ground and go, that's what
5: you get. Why do do we have something? Why are you being so mean? Do you do you get grades uh,
1: in in animation school like how does the thesis work? Do they grade you on it?
5: Um yeah, they Yeah, I do great. There's also a paper that goes with that. That's like the main grade, but um, just generally to see like um, to see how you um kind of take on a big project, and we also have to install this in like um in a gallery on campus. Hello, folks.
1: I am currently traveling all over the planet doing live therapy gecko shows in venues all across the United States, Australia, Europe, and the United Kingdom. I have just added more shows to cities that were previously sold out, including Portland, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, and I will soon be doing the same thing for London and Toronto. These live shows have been the most fun thing I have gotten to do over the course of my gecko career, and if you like this podcast, I can assure you, you will have a great time at the live show. For a full list of cities where tickets are available, you can go to TherapyGeckoTour.com or find the link in the episode description. That's TherapyGeckoTour.com. See you, folks, out in the U. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages, and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko.
2: Call from, uh, Sarah? Hello? Oh, hello?
1: Hi, who is this? Uh,
2: my name is Sarah.
1: What's up, Sarah?
2: Um, okay, oh my gosh. <sighs> Uh, so I've been doing something pretty naughty at work that I shouldn't be doing and I don't know how to keep on going because it's making me some money but it's really illegal
1: do you do you want to talk about it on a podcast in front of a hundred people
2: I'm not using my real name and I don't think I know anyone at work that watches the show All so right. I think I'm okay
1: uh, okay sure what's what What's going on?
2: Well, I work at a hospital setting, technically, in like in the pharmacy area, uh, and you know, we throw away a lot of pills, so I sometimes okay. I know those exactly.
1: Pills. You 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 <laughs> take the pills and then you sell them to people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> okay, uh how long have you been doing this
2: um about a year
1: okay uh what I mean what kinds of people are you selling them to
2: mm, people who I don't see at all I, how, how, like, like
1: how do you how do you find these people that you sell them to
2: mm, it's my boyfriend's coworkers, but they don't know it's me.
1: Okay, and what easy. you're getting them out of the you're what you're getting them out of the garbage?
2: No, I mean they're like it's just so easy, you know what I mean? Like okay. <laughs> not that hard to take them. <laughs> so if that makes sense.
1: Sure. I mean, I mean, well, where where are you taking them them from? Oh, what do you mean? Like. Like, well, like you're not just taking pills off people's desks or whatever. Oh, no,
2: right? no, 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 no. Uh, people, so we have at the station where they order it and then it gets to me and then I fill the prescription and there's, a, there's like shelves of all these meds and a lot of them get thrown away because they change the NDC or, you know, just a lot of little pharmacy technical stuff and it, it I mean, it just goes into waste. So I just kind of sometimes, you know, I just kind of like, oh, it fell in my pocket. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, um, Alright so you work what At a pharmacy or a hospital you said Yeah Okay what do you do there
2: uh, I fill people's prescriptions
1: Okay um, And what, did you go to college For like medical something Or other Yeah Okay And what's your ultimate goal in life
2: uh, I'm not sure I don't really have one Okay. I guess make a lot of money one day, or more money.
1: Right. I mean, what do you what do you care about?
2: Um, my cat.
1: Okay. Um, can I ask how old you
2: are? Yeah, I am turning twenty three.
1: Okay. Um, have you told anyone else that you're doing this? Mm, no like like you like literally me and the people listening are the first people to know. Yeah. Your boyfriend doesn't know. Nobody else knows. My,
2: my boyfriend knows cuz he's the one like supplying it.
1: Okay. And what this is like Adderall and like Xanax and shit?
2: Uh no. They're like like PP helpers, you know?
1: wait you're you're stealing and you're you were you're selling black market Viagra <laughs> uh
2: yeah, but but like it's still like it's the genuine stuff, you know what I mean it's not like sketchy. I'm not selling fentanyl, you know what I mean
1: Wait, so you're boy so so a bunch of uh guys with small dicks come to your boyfriend and you're their Viagra plug, basically. Okay, that makes this a lot funnier.
2: <laughs> still
1: illegal, but funnier. Um, well,
2: I feel like I should stop soon just because, you know, anytime I do it, I get, like, super nervous, and I'm like, oh, maybe they caught me this time, and it's kind of like a little game in my head, you know, and i uh-huh. like, I should probably stop.
1: Okay, well. But it um, pay me some extra money. Well, even though it's funnier, uh, it's still like, here's the thing. Uh, do you, Have you looked into what the consequences are for doing oh, something I, like this? Oh, I know what
2: they are, they're very, tell, very tell,
1: tell, tell me what they are.
2: Uh, I could get in big trouble.
4: <laughs> tell me what kind of trouble.
2: At. Well, I could lose my job, and I won't be able to work at, like, a pharmacy anymore.
1: Okay, would you go to jail? I don't think so. Really? You can' I feel like this I feel like this this sounds like something you can go to jail for.
2: Uh no. I think they'll just revoke your your certification or anything you had and you won't be able to work in that setting anymore.
1: I mean I'm no lawyer, but this sounds a hundred percent like something you can go to jail for.
2: I I I've seen a few cases and I don't think Go to jail, but maybe I guess if that's the worst of the worst,
1: all right. Um, let's you know, I want to do let's do something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you and me right now. What's your name again, Uh Sarah? Sarah, yeah, Sarah. Okay, Sarah. Um, I want you to like, I want you to imagine. Uh-huh. That you have were caught doing
2: this. Uh-huh. Who is
1: these the fuck is in the background right now yelling at the TV? Oh,
2: sorry. It's, he's my boyfriend's watching yeah, his friends play league. Can
1: I talk to him real quick, actually? will uh, come back to you.
2: Okay. So I,
1: I mean, I don't have to if he doesn't
2: want to talk, want talk okay, well, He wants to talk to you. Is that there? He
4: can
2: go. You want to talk to me? Yeah. Why do you want to
1: talk to me? Here you go. Hello? <laughs> see, you think some of the fucking police...
4: <laughs> Hello,
1: Mister. See, you're lucky. I'm not gonna rat you out.
4: Oh, that's good. What? I don't even know what we're talking about.
1: We're talking. <laughs> you have an underground Viagra operation.
4: Oh is it? You told him about the Viagra. <laughs> not about the Viagra. Who is this? Is this guy trustworthy? To <laughs> Miss Sarah, by the way. Oh, okay. Got it.
1: <laughs> cool. Okay, so what you're what do you go? You know how um, you know how Walter White has his Heisenberg. Do you have yeah. something like that? Like uh, like you're the the dick, <laughs> the dick supplier.
4: You're the boner man. No. I don't know. The boner guy- man. I like that. What do you do-, do? you have
1: a secret drug dealer name?
4: It's weird because like I only deal with like older men, and they kind of think that stuff's kind of like gay. You know, <laughs> they don't really give me little nicknames.
1: What they think calling you the boner man is gay.
4: Yeah. yeah, I've tried making jokes like that to them, and they just fucking think I'm weird. So, I just, you know, I just, I just go with it. Okay. I'm like, all right. Well, so you, good. what? So
1: uh, what do you, what do, what do you do for a living?
4: <laughs> Me, um, I work on cars.
1: Okay. How long you yeah, been I'm, doing like the? A, how like long you guys been doing the back. boner thing for? Uh,
4: hasn't been that long, like a year. Yeah. Like a year, yeah.
1: Are you just it's as worried as, as Are you just as worried as Sarah is about getting caught?
4: Um, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. Yeah. I I tell her though, you know, I never, I never pressured her. Out. It just happened one day when my coworkers were asking me, like, your girlfriend works at a pharmacy, huh? And I'm like, yeah, and they're like. Can you get me Viagra? <laughs> like my old code. Well, here's my thing, by me. the way. Here's my
1: thing with all this. How fucking hard is it to get Viagra? There's like commercials for I it on know. TV. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult for old men to get Viagra that they need to, um, you know, talk to a bunch of twenty year olds about it?
4: I don't know. I- I've asked them the same thing. I'm assuming they have a limit and they just go over it. That's my oh, guess. okay. So they're like, trying using Viagra.
1: Okay, so ba- so they're trying to get like a super boner, which is like a medically not yeah.
4: okay. Yeah. Because how tell would you like, they sometimes have to pop like three Viagras just to get anything going, you know?
1: If one of these guys' dicks falls off, are you going to feel responsible?
4: I tell him every time, like, I'm super cautious. I'm like, look, dude, like, I don't know what your conditions are, but, like, start off with, like, a half a pill, you know, just to see how you feel. Well, how
1: are you going to feel when, you know, your Viagra dealing leads to a man growing a penis the size of a tree that falls down on his neighbor's house and kills his whole family? That's on your hands if that happens.
4: <laughs> That's just something got to deal with, baby. <laughs>
1: Um, listen, let me talk to your girlfriend again.
4: Yes, sir. Nice talking to you, mister.
2: Hello? All
1: right, I don't want you to imagine that you've been caught for this.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, I want you to imagine you've been caught for this, and I want you to imagine that you are sentenced to uh, five years in federal prison.
4: Five for...
1: years? Listen, I want you to imagine that you were sentenced to five years in federal prison. I know you had no idea. Right. Like, yeah. I, want you to tr- I want you to actually, genuinely, for a second, pretend in your mind mm-hmm. that you have just been sentenced to five years in federal prison. Can you do that for me?
2: You know, the moments when, like, I do the thing and I get home and I think about it and, you know, knowing there's cameras just, around. Just, just, I, just, I have just, to, oh, I just, just right now, address. just right,
1: just right now, imagine that you've uh-huh. been sentenced to five years in federal prison. Okay. 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 All right. What do you wish you could do? Uh, I. What would I wish? Yeah.
2: I guess I. What would if, what what, what if you got se-
1: You would wish you didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. And now back to the now 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 God has blessed you with this second chance to not mm-hmm. go to federal prison. What right. do you, what, what, okay. That's. I will leave it at that.
2: Okay I guess Wait So like If I have any left over now Can I still sell that? It does not kill anymore? Or I got to throw those away?
1: <sighs> um I don't know uh, Give them to uh, Throw them in the forest And then Next time When you're walking around You'll see a bunch of foxes With huge cocks And You can take <laughs> pictures of them And put them on the internet
2: Oh no Okay Yeah so throw them out then
1: uh, what is your name again, Sarah? Sarah, is there anything yeah. you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
2: Um, have a good cereal meal with me. Have a good night. Bye.
4: Call from...
3: Will. Hi there. Hello. How are you? Hey, how's it going? This is Lyle.
1: This is Lyle. How are you? Dude, I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm good. Um you sound you sound uh like that you're in a complex place.
3: Yeah. Um Yeah. To be honest, the last year of my life has been pretty crazy, man. Okay. Alright. Um, um Do you
1: do I talk about it on a podcast? Maybe part of it Alright Um Well I got, I got nothing else to do But uh hang out on the phone With you for however long I Feel like doing that so What's That's up? You, man.
3: Um So Yeah Um Basically, six months ago, I was traveling in, in Europe and fell off an Uber scooter and shattered my teeth. Almost died, and spent the night in a hospital. And it was just absolutely life changing. <clears throat> um, and I had to like completely change or I guess take a break from my job and start Ubering and just everything kinda flipped its life upside down. So an Uber ride led
1: to more Uber rides.
3: Wow, that's a fucked up way to put it. I'm gonna lose you
1: thought about it like that.
3: I'm in an Uber loop.
1: You're in an Uber loop. I gotta get out. Um. (laughs) Okay, so you were in Europe, and your face broke. uh, Yeah. Because you, what, were were you going too fast on the scooter and you hit something?
3: Oh yeah, I was going way too fast and I was way too drunk on the scooter. Don't, don't, don't. Use those scooters, people. Don't don't use them.
1: They scare me, dude. Especially like um I'll like get stoned with uh my friends or whatever or walk into a place and it's like, hey, we should take the scooter. I'm like, I, no, hell no. I don't wanna do oh, that yeah. in the with cars and I like walking. It's well, the cool thing about the cool thing about walking, you can get you can do any drug. And walk around, and you're fine. Like you can, like you can't. You can get drunk. You can do PCP. You can get high. You and just walk, and you're fine. You're not breaking any law. I mean, you. I mean that you are, but for some stuff. But yeah, just with a car or a scooter or a bike, it's it's a whole thing to get fucked up and do that stuff.
3: You know? Oh yeah. You. I mean, you can die
1: literally. Yeah, you can. Literally. You can. You can super die.
3: I hear that uh, running around doing meth is fun. There's probably
1: a, probably a, um, I like in the bell curve of what I am. I don't know anything about meth in the bell curve of what I imagine getting high on meth is like it probably like the peak of it running around high on meth that moment not in when consideration of the with the um aftermath both physical and whatever you did while you were high on the meth the just being in that moment pro- yeah probably awesome probably super sick
3: yeah i think that might be you know why so many meth heads run from cops because it's just like a fun game
1: why do so many people in meth run away from... Co- well, they probably run away from cops because they are under the impression that if the cops find them, they will send them to jail for uh, something, and they don't want to do that, so they run away. Yeah.
3: Or they just really don't want to lose the game. Um,
1: all right. So you broke your face on an Uber scooter. What? Where in Europe was this? Uh,
3: I was in Budapest. Okay. Um, what were you doing there? Um, so I'm a musician. I I, uh, I was on a tour. So uh, I was literally in, in the city for like 12 hours, and this happened.
1: Ah, see, see, you're 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 you were a touring musician doing a gig in Budapest, and you thought that uh, you couldn't die.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I've been there. this This has been my past six months now has been realized.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
5: Why pick one city, one beach, one restaurant, or even one view?